Okay, and welcome again to the Old Health, Heart Health podcast. My name is Joe. I am actually joined this morning by Mark Stagg. Uh, he's our resident expert in exercise and all things fitness. Uh, good morning, Mark. Good morning. Glad to have you here. Uh, we have some good information coming up later in the podcast about exercise. Uh, really t- take some time to look at that, explore that again, get a little more in depth, and get a little more practical on some things we can do uh, to increase uh, exercise in our daily lives. And then we're also going to revisit last week's uh, challenge, which was to get more nuts and seeds in the diet. Uh, twice a week was our challenge for last week. And so uh, we're going to go into that a little bit today and talk about some of the challenges we may have had there or some of the, the good points we may have seen as well. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started today with today's podcast. And we're back for podcast number 29. Um, December 11th, 2009. Just remember, for any show notes and support materials, visit us at oathealth.com forward slash blog forward slash podcasts. So to look at last week's challenge um, was interesting. Uh, you know, it's something that people may have uh, strayed away from, the nuts and seeds, uh, because of fat content. We've got a lot of misinformation uh, in the past years about fat content and um, our need for it, the health benefits and the health detriments of it. Uh, so it's kind of been across the board, which has made, I may have confused a lot of people on what should we do about fats. Should we avoid them altogether? Uh, are high fatty foods not good for us? And now we realize with you know more research on omega-3s, uh, more research on uh, monounsaturated fats like those found in olive oil, um, that they are actually beneficial for the heart, which we didn't really, we weren't sure about. Uh, and they're also beneficial even for you know weight management and some of those things that, once again, we weren't really sure about. They may have gotten some, some information in the beginning to say, well, fat is bad. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. And especially when we look at raw nuts and seeds, um, they really contain a lot of those really good fats. And what's nice with nuts and seeds is they're very well packaged to have things besides the fats like good protein, good fiber, a uh, good source of carbohydrates. Yeah. They're really rather they're, ra- they're rather convenient, and you just got to be careful of this, the salt content on them. If you can yeah. get them unsalted, that's the best way to get them. Right, yeah. So changing the nuts and seeds definitely change the benefits. And, yeah, you want to watch out for that for sure. So uh, this week's challenge was raw. Uh, I guess we assumed at that point it was unsalted, but I guess you can get raw salted nuts. Um, so it, it's uh, one of those things that um, when we look at the nutrient content, of foods that have not been modified, like in this case roasted, um, then we get those natural ingredients, all those natural nutrients in their in their best states, uh, easiest for the body to handle, and generally um, not destroyed or altered in ways that are not good for our body. And so we actually had, a, um, this last week we had our webinar for Nutrient for Life customers. Uh, we went over some of the nuts and seeds issues. Uh, we talked about the fact that there's plenty of research to show now that are beneficial for cardiovascular health. They're beneficial for lowering cholesterol levels, some of them. Um, and the FDA has allowed a heart health claim to be made on them that they can actually lower risk for heart disease, uh, which, I mean, that's just a shocker. It's actually, we presented it as a myth because a lot of people may have thought that nuts and seeds weren't good for cardiovascular health because they were high in fat. Um, so that was some good news uh, that came through that way. And uh, for me personally, looking back at the challenge for myself, um, two servings a day or two servings in the last week did come pretty naturally. Uh, I try to keep nuts and seeds in the office or I try to keep them in my car. I try to have them as a snack as yeah, I go through the day. They're much better than some of the alternatives that people have out there for their snacks. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, plenty of... Uh, Plenty of other ways to go with that. So um, we actually did a, a, a video shoot last week, Friday, 
and it was for once again a video for our Nutrient for Life customers that's coming up. Um, be able to see that in the next coming months. Uh, well, we went shopping and looked at some of the, the options that were available there. Well, we had left for the video shoot probably at 11 o'clock. Didn't get back till 3:15. Uh, I took a super early lunch and then knew I needed to make another you know hour or two until until dinner time. Had some almonds right there. Bam! I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't suffering as far as brain function. You know, I was able to get right back in the game. Right. Uh, which is a big part, I think, of snacking. A lot of people go there because their brains are like, oh, I need sugar, I need something to get me back right. up. Choosing the right snack makes a huge difference. Yeah, and so um, able to go right there. I wasn't confused about the issue. I was like, well, that's real food, real easy. Uh, and I think that's one of the main points we always make here is the fact that um, you know, it's getting real food that has not been heavily processed uh, can be convenient. It can be easy. Uh, we just have to set it up before time to make sure it's it's in our in our way. Planning so planning ahead makes a huge difference. I mean, yeah. getting yourself there, planning your meals out for the day, that kind of stuff, definitely helps 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 with the getting the fresh fruits and vegetables and everything else you're looking for. Right. Yeah. So um, that's last week's challenge. I hope you did well with that. I hope you were able to get those two per week. Let's continue on with that challenge. Uh, those these challenges we pre- present are not necessarily just to be stopped that week. Then hopefully we're going to build on a on a foundation that later we can continue to get healthier and healthier. And that's what this 52 week challenge is really about. Uh, continuing on building upon what we're starting with, uh, which brings us to this week's challenge. Which some of the, some of the people out there might be like, well, this is a weak challenge, and this is this is nothing. I can't believe we're even doing this. But uh, really, once again, some people need they're going to need to start off slow. And when we talk about exercise, we talk about cardiovascular disease, maybe we talk about diabetes, some of these issues, uh, arthritis. You know, it may be important to start slow. And starting slow still can get results. It's amazing how resilient yeah, the body nothing, is. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with starting off slow. It's just being consistent after that. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, hopefully we can start this challenge this week and see it kind of carry over into the next weeks uh, for those that aren't meeting the challenge right now. Uh, so this week's challenge, 30 minutes uh, once, uh, thirty minutes of exercise once this week. Or Mark, you had kind of brought up, we were talking about this before um, we started, is that maybe for some people that might be too much, so there might you be can, another option. You can break it down to you know three times a week in 10-minute intervals, which would, uh, you know, wouldn't scare some people that they're they're set up during 30 minutes. You know what? Break it down into three 10-minute intervals throughout the week. It'll get yourself going and it'll start you off and off in the right direc- direction. Yeah, so I think really the important thing is um, really kind of mapping this out and saying, okay, uh, wh- so I guess you should explain this challenge a little bit more too. We're not necessarily for this challenge going to allow like regular activities to become part of the exercise. So I know a lot of time we talk about exercise, we talk about doing yard work, we talk about you know doing some of the practical things. Uh, this time we actually want you to find something a little more specific yeah, to exercise. Yeah, technically if you look at it, you know, people do a lot of activities. A lot of people do a lot of activities, but they consider them exercise, and technically a lot of them aren't considered exercise. Right. Yeah, so we want to cut through the confusion with this challenge and say let's go right to something we know is going to be exercise. So let's talk about exercise just in general. What are, what are some of the forms of exercise we could look into this week? And one of the easiest ones that you need no equipment for would be walking. Right. You can ride a bike, you know, swimming. Right. You know, just doing different activities that, you know, not so much activities, but exercise as you're moving through. Just going walking up and down your stairs can be considered some exercise if you're doing it for a certain amount of time. Yeah, and that actually this time of year, a real practical one if people have stairs and you can't get out, boom, there you go. Exactly. And those are considered like the cardiovascular, those that get the heart racing. 
Yes. Um, and they really are good for burning fat. They're while good you're doing for them. burning fat, and you know while you're doing while you're doing the exercise, it's good for your heart health and lung health yeah. as you move through. So. Get the blood flowing. Right. And then we also have you know if um, beyond uh, the regular cardiovascular, uh, for a lot of people they could benefit. I think this is the one that gets neglected a lot of times is more of a resistance workout. Um, right. That's really more for muscle building. Right. Well, resistance workout is for muscle building. You're going to find it helps with balance, flexibility, blood flow, all of these all of these items. It definitely helps with. And, you know, having a better balance and more strength will definitely help push you through. And you're also going to find that, you know, you are going to burn some calories doing the resistance as well. Yeah. And you were saying earlier that you're going to continue to burn more than you are with cardio necessarily. Correct. Because if you're building or toning muscle, that's yeah. going to carry well, over. What, what happens with that is that you're, you're not instantly going to start burning those calories. It's your body's repairing the tissues, recovering from the exercise for hours after you do your resistance. So you're actually, in the long run, going to burn more calories and get, be, you know, and get better results out of it. Yeah, and I think that's what I noticed for myself is you know, I started with a good foundation in high school with swimming and some of that stuff, but I'm realizing over the years, even though my weight's not necessarily changing much, I think that I'm losing more muscle mass, right. which is definitely, I think as we get it, you know, as we get older and, and, you know, as we get down the line, if we haven't done consistent resistance, right. um, you know, that, that ratio of fat to muscle, it keeps on changing oh, and course. your metabolism drops, you're not able to burn calories. And, and there's are, a difference between the ma- male and females as well. I mean, right. females are about age 30. They're not doing anything. They'll lose almost a pound of muscle a year right. and men at about 35, it starts. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's one of those things that, that we can really keep up on, especially for those people that are like, I don't know why it's so different now. Well, that could definitely be one of the big things. Uh, another example is stretching. Important to kind of balance out some of, of what yes. you do in the other two types. Helps with flexibility with the blood flow. Helps push some of the excess excess um, waste products that would build up in those muscles during exercise. Right. Um, helps with balance and everything else as you go through. Yeah. Yeah, so what are some examples? Uh, you oh, and there's one some... more thing. Sorry, there's in- yeah. injury prevention when it comes to There you go. Yeah, that's, a, that's really important. You know, especially you talk about that, but when people get started, that's really what it's about, right? I mean, you once you get once you get hurt doing exercise, you're done. You know, Correct. you're not going to come back to it. You know, you yes. know I, I hurt myself doing that. That right. You know, like, okay, my hey, doc, my arm hurts when I do this. We'll stop doing that. You know, like right. that, that whole mentality. Right. There's plenty of people. I've had plenty of people out there saying that, you know, in the past they've done certain things and they've hurt themselves and they don't want to do it again. Yeah, so stretching. And, and you got to make sure you start off slow. Yeah, start yourself, off slow. Start off slow. Don't have to come out of the gates real quick, but it's being, cons- you know, being consistent with it is makes a huge difference. Yeah, so what are, what are you gave some examples earlier. Uh, walking and swimming and biking and, and stairs. What are some other practical ways uh, people can start exercise programs that might be an easy way to start? It might be a, a slow way to get into the waters. Um, you're, as I said, you're walking, biking, swimming, um, those types of things. But if you're looking for some more resistance types of exercises, a real basic one to start off with is just sitting down and standing up in a chair without using your, without using your hands. Right. That's, it's, it's going through the motion of a squat. Um, Push-ups. A lot of people don't like push-ups. You can do modified push-ups where you're on your knees, bring yourself, or you can do a wall push-up. Um, just taking basic household items and using them, lifting different cans and different bottles and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I've realized that as uh, I've had to humble myself as I am not to the uh, the status that I used to be for physical fitness. Oh, that you're I've in had great to... shape, Joe. <laughs> that I've had to do some things that were – 
I, I was kind of embarrassed when I'm doing them. Actually, uh, we, we actually produced a video not too long ago uh, using right. resistance bands, another great way to do some resistance workout, uh, really cheap or, or as far as not as expensive as getting a home gym or anything like that. Correct. Um, so there were some really some advantages to that. But it was really when we started doing some of those like um, some of the warm up exercises, I find myself doing those at home every once in a while, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. If like if only my friends could see, see me now, yeah, it's like it's so embarrassing. But it, I mean, so, sometimes we need to be realistic about where we're at, and but right. I know I need to make a change, so that's yeah. a good place to start. You're you not know? gonna be able to do the same things you did back in high school, I mean, yeah. especially if you haven't kept up with things. A lot of injuries occur that way where people just try to jump right back into the routines they did 10 years ago. Next right. thing you know, they're pulling muscles, tearing things. So yeah. we want to be careful with that kind of stuff. So so give us some of the upside. You know, we're coming into the Christmas season here. We're coming into winter here. You know, a lot of things that are going to come negatively during this time of year for as far as health. But what are, what are you know, if we, if, we can, if we could get exercise going during this time of year, what are some of the benefits we might expect um, with exercise this time of year? Oh, well, definitely, um, you know, it'll help with weight management and, you know, with your fat burning capabilities. Um, a lot of That's excess, a, a lot of excess <laughs> food has been, you know, it'll be in, you know, in, intaked in this, at this point, a lot of extra calories when either liquid or, you know, eating sugars, everything. Um, you know, you know, it'll help with your cholesterol levels now, it'll help regulate them a little bit. You know, you're going to be eating some different things. You know, you can definitely help with your immune system, especially with all the flu season coming up and the different different flu things that are going around. Anything to help your immune system yeah, will make that, a huge difference. That was an interesting one to me to find in the literature because, I mean, excess exercise or like doing too much can lower your immune system. But actually some regular, um, you know, uh, low impact or not, not, too, not too strenuous exercise actually helping immune system. Well, what it does is at first is when you first work or exercising, your body, your immune system actually drops to a certain point, but then when it recovers itself after the exercise, it it recovers itself at a higher level than what it previously yeah, was. That's so, great. Um, beneficial for the joints. I mean, with the cold weather and everything, arthritis is kicking in. Right. One of the best things for you is movement when it comes to arthritis. And so. that's another one. You That's kind of counterintuitive in some ways. Right. You think about that. It's like, wait, do I want to do my joints hurt? Do I really want to move them more? Right, but it'll actually help in the long run. Get yourself moving, and it'll keep them keep them loose and keep them moving. And beneficial about your mood. Um, stress the you know this time of year, your mood this time of year. You might be sad, depressed, feel a little guilty about what you're eating. You know what? Take ten minutes. You know, even our thirty minutes that we're talking about. You know, kind of refresh your brain. Get yourself set you know it kind of gives you a little relief yeah lots Get of good research more... on that too and right. that's really interesting to me is when i see those type of things where we can benefit something like mood with something like exercise which is not necessarily once again right. tied together you'll be better you'll be able to better focus on things that you're doing yeah and some you know some things will just be able to like yeah just let them roll off your back yeah well that's great information i hope you got some good information from today's podcast that is today's podcast uh once again for show notes and support materials visit us at oathealth.com forward slash blog forward slash podcast uh, for you nutrient for lifers stay tuned we're going to go ahead and get a little more in-depth information uh, get some more questions answered uh, and look at some of the research uh, that was recent about uh, exercise and some of the things we can look forward to uh, from benefiting when we get moving so thanks a lot for joining us we'll hope to see you next week thank you